Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. And we pray, Father, that you will speak to us through this Lord's sermon and we open our heart to hear what you want to say and we want to receive the things from heaven and we believe, Father, as we feed upon the Word of God, our life will be stronger and will be more fruitful and we have more faith to fight the good fight of faith on earth here. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. In the camp, we have been talking about fruitfulness and we learned that God wants us to be fruitful and He also wants us to be more fruitful, to produce much fruit in this life. We have learned that God used the symbol or analogy of a vine and its branches. Jesus is the vine, and we are the branches that connected to the vine. And with the connection or abiding in the vine, we can become fruitful. Not only that, we learn about the precious time that we need to manage our time by the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give us wisdom, what to do, what not to do, how we spend time wisely. He can also give us resources to save or to redeem our time. Today, we continue to learn how to be fruitful. We're going to look at many things that Jesus said in the Bible regarding producing fruit or productivity. We learn in the camp that our heart is a treasure or a reservoir. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 16, the Bible talks about you will know them by their fruits. And verse 20, the Bible says in verse 18 to 20, let me read verses 18 to 20, Matthew 7, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. In the last sermon, we learned that we know people not by their ideology and not by their presentation, but we know people by their fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit in their life, how much they produce. You can see the evidence of God's work in their life by looking at what they say and the product or the result of what they're doing. And then in Luke chapter 6, I'm reviewing right now. Luke chapter 6 verses 43 to 46. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. We learn that our heart is like a reservoir or a soil or ground. That what will be put in, it will come out later on. If we keep putting in the things of God from heaven, the word, 
the Spirit of God, the faith, the love of God, we will eventually produce the fruit from our mouth. We're going to speak the right thing. So God said it's so important to store up the good things in this reservoir, in the heart here. If we put in wrong things, we're going to speak the wrong words and wrong comments, and it will destroy our own life. The Bible emphasizes the fruit of our mouth, how we're going to live. The outcome or the future of our life, it depends on the fruit of our lips. And the fruit of the lips come out from the reservoir of the heart. I review a few scriptures and read to you right now. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. The mouth speak from the reservoir, from what is inside the heart. If you speak the right thing, you will be satisfied with many good. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 2. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth again. Be careful of what you say. You need to store up good things. Go to Sunday school, learn the Bible, read the Bible, listen to CD, come to the camp, go to care group, store up the good things in your heart so that you can speak the right thing. And out of the fruit of your lips, then you eat good things in your life. The Bible says clearly, death and life in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, are in the power of the tongues. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Uh, so many scriptures in the book of Proverbs talking about the fruit of the mouth, the fruit of the tongue. You're going to eat what you speak. If you speak negatively, you speak doubt, you speak sickness, you speak death, you speak failure, you speak old and poor and weakness, you're going to reap all those things. Death going to come to you. But if you speak positive, you speak healing, health, victory, faith and love and the things of God. Those things are going to happen to you. Amen? How many people want to have good things in your life? Where do you start? You start in the heart here. Treasure. Keep good things inside and then follow by what you speak. You have to watch your mouth. Amen? Now today we're going to learn about what we allow to stay in our heart. In Luke chapter 8 verse 7, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. This scripture talks about the parable of sower. Jesus talked about God, who is a good farmer, sowing the seed, the incorruptible seed of the word of God. And the heart of people, the reservoir here, or the treasure, or the soil, or the field inside here, have many kinds of soil. We have different kinds of soil. The wayside ground, the rocky ground, or the stony ground, the thorn, and the good soil. I hope that you have good soil, so that you can produce more fruit. And the Bible says that when the seed, the incorruptible seed, drop into the thorn, the thorn will choke it, and it will not produce fruit. So when God speaks about the heart, the soil, the seed, and the thorn, we learn from Him that it's up to us what we allow to grow in our heart. We can allow the Word of God to grow, or we can allow the weeds, or the thistle, 
or the thorns to grow in our heart. And if we allow the thorns and the thistle to grow in our heart, it will choke out the fruitfulness of the seed of the incorruptible word of God. Everyone say, it's up to me. Yes, it's up to you. What do you want to grow in your heart? Can something in our life choke the seed of the word of God? Can something choke it? Yes, according to the scripture. Interestingly, the same soil can grow tomatoes and also will grow marijuana. The same soil can grow apple and the weeds. The same soil can grow oranges, tree, or heroin. The same soil can grow beautiful, nice tree, or the grasses and weeds. All the corn, if you want the corn, you let the corn grow. If you want the wheat, you let the wheat grow. So it's up to you what you want it to grow. And the ground can produce both in your life. But the thistle and the thorn and the bad tree, and the bad weeds will eventually choke up the good soil, the good tree. The ground of our heart will nourish or will feed both the good tree and the bad tree. And if we allow our heart to grow the bad tree, we will be unfruitful. But if we allow the heart to feed and to grow the good seed, which is the word of God, we will produce good fruits. It's up to us what we want to do. In Luke chapter 8 verse 14, Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, heard the word of God, go out and are choked with cares, Riches and pleasures of life bring no fruit to maturity. Mark chapter 4 verse 19 talking about the same thing. And the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. If we are idolizing and worshipping money or we have the word called lust. What does it mean lust? Lust means the strong desire for something that is not of God. If we are having a strong desire for money more than God, we have thorn and thistle in our heart that would choke the word of God. Amen? So, we need to understand that there are things in our life that can suck up water, nutrients, and minerals that should have gone to the good tree or to the word of God. It also blocked the sunshine that light cannot go into the Word of God because we allow the thorn and the thistle and the lust of the world and the wrong desires of life to choke out the Word of God. And then we never become fruitful. Even though the Word of God, even though the seed of God has the potential to produce fruit, but because we allow the thorn and thistle to grow up, to take over the land, what happened? The potential never come to maturity. The fruit never come. We become unfruitful. What I'm sharing right now is not just a fairy tale. It's happening everywhere. Either to a greater or lower degree in the churches around the world. People, Christians, allowed the thorn and thistle, allowed the bad weeds, allowed the bad tree to grow in their life and they choke up their fruitfulness. I believe that this sermon is important 
to the Christian today. Is this a good warning from God that we all need pruning, purging, weed pulling, limb trimming, dead stuff removed from our life, so that the word of God will grow and produce fruit? This is serious. Serious to the point that Jesus talking about cutting something off. The Bible talk about pruning in John chapter 15. Look at what Jesus say in Matthew chapter 18. This is very serious in the eyes of God. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame and maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life, mean eternal life in heaven, with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Wow, this is serious. God said that if we allow some bad things to grow in our life, we may even lose our salvation. We may end up to be in eternal lake of fire. So we need to prune it out and cut it out from our life. The desire of the Lord is that we will produce the maximum amount of fruit that we should have produced on this earth in our lifetime. God wants us to be fruitful. God doesn't want us to be stagnant and unfruitful. Amen? And what He wants to do in our life is to keep pruning, purging, cleaning up, weed pulling, and cutting the things off from our life. Believe me, every Christian on earth, including me, has some thorn and thistle in our life. I remember when I started the church many years ago. Every time I talk to neurosurgeon in the hospital and they talk about boats and airplane and nice house on the waterfront, oh, I tell you, I have a headache. You know why I have a headache at that time? Because I still have the love of money so much. And God hasn't cleaned me up yet. And I have to choose between money and being a pastor and serve God. But thank God, I gradually changed to love money less and less and less and love the kingdom of God more and more. You see, even I myself struggled with the love of money many years ago. And we all have different kinds of thorn and thistle in our life that the Lord wants to take them away so that it will not sap or draw or steal the waters and the fertilizer and the mineral out of your heart here, the seed of God in your life and will make you become unfruitful. Amen? God wants us to be very fruitful. God wants us to be producing the maximum we can on earth here. We are not talking about only get out of debt. No debt in life. We are talking about getting to the best shape of our life. What is the best shape of our life? The best shape is that we become very mature, producing or revealing the fruit of the Holy Spirit to the maximum, becoming like Christ. And the best shape of our life is that we will produce the eternal, real, spiritual fruit that will remain for eternity. That is the best shape of our life is to be the most fruitful person, full of the Holy Spirit, becoming like Christ, and everything we do, produce more fruit. We can take less time to get the same outcome. 
our time is making more difference than 10 years ago. Our energy is more impacting and more blessing to more people in the world than before. That is the best shape of our life: is that we become more fruitful. Everything is so fruitful in our life, and God wants to take us to that condition that we are very fruitful in everything we do. Definitely, in order to do that, we need to let God prune the thorn and the thistle and the weeds out of our life. Amen. Life is too short to waste away and to blow it. Life is not just about waking up, going to work, getting money to pay bill, and go to bed, and wake up next morning, go to the hospital, cut on somebody, making money, and go home, and then go to bed and wake up. Life is more valuable than just making money each day. Life is too short to waste away and to blow it. Resources that God gives to us, whether our money and time and energy and ability and gift. Are too precious to waste away on the thorns and the thistle. A lot of time we allow the thorn and thistle in our life to sap and to pull all the resources of our life to eat it up, and then we become unfruitful. Let us feed the word of God in our heart. Don't feed the thorn and thistle. Don't water the weeds and the thorn and the thistle. How do you do that? You know, any one of us may face. Daily temptation, daily trial, and if we respond in the right way, in a godly way, we will do well, and we will pass the test, and we can have promotion. But believe me, all of us has something that we have been thinking about, watching, listening, pondering, talking, and those things are not good things. That have been in our life, in this soil, in our heart, for months and months and months and years and years and years, and we allow it to go on and on without stopping in our life. So we have to be careful that we allow wrong things to keep on going and going to destroy the seed of the word of God in our life. We may be looking at the wrong things every single day. Listening to the wrong things every single day, thinking about the wrong things every single day, talking about the wrong things every single day, and those wrong things gonna choke out the word of God in our life. Let us allow God to prune it out and stop thinking, watching, looking, listening, talking about it. Amen. Because if you keep doing that, you are watering. And fertilizing the thistle and the thorns in your life, we must stop looking at the wrong things. We must stop listening to the wrong things. We must stop speaking the wrong words every single day, so that our life will turn around. You know, some of us speaking the wrong thing every single day until it become our nature, and we think it's okay. And that's why our life is in trouble all the time because it's speaking the wrong thing, and that a life. Is in the power of the tongue. If you keep speaking the wrong thing, you're gonna get into trouble. But instead, we should speaking the right thing. We should allow God to prune and correct us. Whenever God speak to us, correct us something, we should say, "God, I'm sorry. I need to repent and I need to stop doing this thing." We should even tell our friends in the church, 
that brother, if I say the wrong thing, I get involved in the wrong thing, I watch the wrong thing, keep listening to the wrong thing. Could you please correct me and warn me? I don't want to feed the thorn and thistle in my life. I don't want to do wrong things. I want to be fruitful. How many people willing to be corrected in the church? If somebody come to you and say, "Hey, you are doing something wrong," could you please stop? Are you willing to say, "Yes, I'm willing to change"? Amen. God will correct us through the word, through the spirit, and through friend in the church. God will use people to speak to you, email you, or Skype you. One of the toughest things in humans' life is to quit talking about negative things, the fruit of the lips. Some of us are so powerful in prayer. We come to church, we pray the word of God. Oh, we pray that my son and my daughter will love God, and you pray by faith. You pray on Sunday. You pray in the care group. But after you leave the church, you begin to undo what you pray. You begin to take that off from the hand of God by speaking negative. I can't believe my son is doing that. He will never make it. He is not a good son. You speak like that, you undo what you pray to the Lord right away. You pray for your husband, but turn around, you say, "Oh, my husband, he is not going to go anywhere." Hopeless case. If you say like that, you undo what you pray for your husband. You need to speak life into your husband. You need to speak the good things into your husband's life, so that good things going to happen to him. Amen. Speak good things to your own self. To your, your children, your own family, because otherwise you keep speaking the wrong thing. You keep thinking and entertaining the wrong idea, the wrong thoughts. You are fertilizing and watering the thorn and thistle and the weeds in your life, and you're gonna grow and block off everything and choke out the blessing and the fruitfulness of God. Amen. When we hear the word of God, we should think about the word. We should talk the word of God. We should meditate on the word of God. When we get into our car, we should put the CD in. Get into the word of God instead of having a daydream, thinking about something else. You should always let the word of God sprout and grow in our life. Some of us, we are sitting in a church and we listen to the best planting of the word of God, the good preaching on Sunday. Once you walk out of the church, you begin to think negative. You begin to feed yourself with wrong idea, listen to wrong friends, and all those things gonna choke the word of God that you listen on Sunday. It cannot grow to become a big tree. We must discipline ourselves, amen. Not to talk about bad things, not to entertain bad things, not to look at and think about bad things. We should get rid of all those things from our life and stay in the word of God. Don't. Fertilize the thorn and the thistle in your life. Amen. The thorns will poke you. The thorn will stick you. And when it poke and stick you, it cause sadness and torment and problems. This is what happened to most Christians. They entertain. They feed the thorn and the thistle, and they have sadness and problem and problem and happen. They speak negative at home. They speak negative to their wife. They speak negative all the time. And then they run to church on Sunday, come to the prayer line. Pastor, could you lay hand on me and pray for me so that I can get a miracle? They don't get a miracle. You know why? Because they walk out in a couple minutes. They start talking negative. So God cannot help them. You can get to the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit cannot help because they keep feeding 
entertaining, watering, and fertilizing the negative things in their life with their words and with their thinking, day and night, day and night, and depend on pray, laying on a fan on Sunday once a week to get the miracle. That's why many Christians don't go anywhere because they keep feeding and entertaining the thorn and thistle. Amen. Don't talk about sickness. Talk about healing. Don't talk about poverty. Talk about prosperity. Don't talk about weakness. Talk about anointing and strength. Don't talk about depression and disaster. Talk about victory and conquer. And only us can choose to talk about that. You cannot force the world to talk about something, but you can choose to talk about something. When you listen to the news in the TV, you will never hear somebody come into the news in the TV in America with a big smile and quoting, My God shall supply all of my need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I'm coming out in the best of my life. They don't talk about that in the TV. In the news, they will come out, Oh, somebody died. Oh, bad shape right now. If you keep watching those things, you are feeding the thorn and thistle in your life. You cannot stop them from talking, but you can discipline yourself to control what between your ears, your eyes, what you look at. You can control your ears, what you put in, and don't listen to those things. You can control your mouth not to speak negative things. And if you allow those things to come in by watching, listening, talking, getting around bad friends, your heart is going to be full of those junk. And you know what happened? It's going to come out from your mouth, and eventually you're going to pay the price. So you have to be careful. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 7 to 12. Therefore do not be partakers with them, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness. Everyone say fruit. We talk about fruit, fruitfulness. Is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. You can see the contrast here. Apostle Paul said we should be radically changed to the point that the world can see that God is within us. And the Apostle Paul continues to say, let us fellowship with the fruit of righteousness, the good fruit. Be around the Word of God. Be around godly people. Be around in the church. Feed yourself with the fruit of good things, the fruit of righteousness, and the fruit of the truth. And stay away. Don't fellowship with people who are going to feed you, who are going to show you the picture, who are going to talk into your ear, who are going to bombard you with the wrong things. And this thing can happen in a church too. I want to tell you the truth. Not everyone in the church is spiritual. Some people in the church are carnal. This is a fact of life except New Hope International Church. Some people are carnal, and if they invite you to join at their home and begin to gossip about the pastor, talk bad about the file of God, talk bad about this falling and laughter, and they look down on the sermon and all this stuff, to run away as soon as possible. So it's really up to us what we allow to go through our eyes, 
to our ears, to our thoughts, to our mouth, we will reap what we try to feed. If we feed thorn and thistle, we're gonna reap bad fruit. We're gonna have bad problem. Amen. Discipline yourself. Look at the book of Colossians. I'm gonna read many scripture from now on to conclude the sermon to show you that what I say is in the scripture, not my own idea. Colossians chapter one verses five to six. Because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Everyone say the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come to you as it. Has also in all the world and is bringing forth fruit. Everyone say fruit, as it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. You can see here the apostle Paul wrote to the Christian in Colossae that you hear the word of God, the truth, and it will produce good fruit in you. So stay away. Don't fellowship with wrong people. Don't listen to the wrong. Message: If your friend in the church start to talk bad about something in the church, you walk away because it will destroy you. Be careful what you listen. Be careful what you see, what you read. I'm very careful about what kind of book I read, what kind of sermon I listen to. I want to feed only the word of God. Amen. Okay, I'm gonna show you a few scripture here to convince you that from now on, make sure you think the right way. You think the word of God. You speak the word of God. You feed the word of God. You hear the word of God. You look at the word of God, not the wrong things. Joshua chapter one verses eight nine. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Everyone say mouth. Talking about speaking, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Talking about thinking, mouth thinking. Okay. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. Who make your way prosperous? Yourself. How you do it? You look at the right thing, the word of God. You listen to the right thing, the word of God. You think about the right thing, the word of God. You speak the right thing, the word of God. Then you make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Obviously, the Lord knows that as human being, we think about something all the time. Is that correct? If you think about the movie, or you think about your ex-girlfriend that dumped you, or you think about somebody that hurt your feeling many years ago, or you think about your stock market, you think about Your patient, your customer, you think about something all the time. But God say instead of entertaining your thought with wrong thinking, you meditate. You think the word. You know, sometimes the devil drop negative things in my mind, and I have to say no, and I switch the gear, think positive. When I heard the bad news from somewhere. I have tendency to start thinking negative and to feel defeated, and then I have to say, "Stop! I'm not going to entertain this bad news. I'm going to think faith. I'm going to think about victory. I believe that God has grace for me. We're going to have victory, no matter what happens." I start to quote the scripture. I begin to think in a positive way. 
and I don't want to read those news. I don't want to hear those things. People email me bad news. I have to stop and delete it as soon as possible. I don't want to keep those bad news in front of my eyes. I want to think about what God gonna do. God is a great God. Amen. I will feed the word of God in my heart. Amen. What are you watering and feeding right now in your life? You can answer yourself to God. Are you meditating on the word, or you are meditating on negative things? Psalm chapter one verse one: Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. The first verse in the book of Psalms say. Don't hang around with wrong kind of people. Don't hang around with the ungodly. What does it mean, ungodly? People who don't think about God, but think about the flesh, think about wrong thing. So if you hang around with wrong friends outside the church, hang around with wrong friends in the church. I noticed that this happened in our church too. When somebody start to have bad attitude. And spread the news with a group of people, three or four family. Those three or four family eventually sink and become unfruitful because they hang around with wrong friends. That's why the Bible say, "Blessed is the man who walk not in the counsel of the ungodly." Don't hang around with people who are scornful, talking bad. Why? Because it's bad to you. You're gonna receive that feeding into your thorn and thistle. And weeds in your life, and they're gonna grow and choke out the word of God. Look at verse two. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. You think about the word day and night. Don't put in the wrong things. Shut your ear off the wrong things. Don't hang around wrong crowd of people. Amen. Think positive. Think the word of God. Meditate on the word. Speak the word. Feed on the word of God. Let it grow. And what happened? The outcome, verse three: He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf so shall never wither. Oh, I like that. And whatever he does shall prosper. How many people want to have verse three in your life? You touch everything, prosper. Wow! You never get old. Even though you turn ninety, you still look very handsome and beautiful. You still produce leaf. You live a long life. You are so fruitful. Everything you touch, fruitful, prosper. What you need to do in this scripture, you need to make a decision. To feed yourself with the word only. Don't put your eyes on the wrong things. Don't entertain your idea with wrong things. Don't speak the wrong thing. In the creation, dogs cannot talk. Only bark. Cats cannot talk. We are speaking entity. Speaking. Living creature, and not only that, God gives us freedom of choice. These two things are the honorable thing that God gives to us. Today, in conclusion of this sermon, is your choice. You make a decision.
what you gonna feed your spirit. You make a decision. What can you gonna look at? What you gonna listen to? What you gonna think each day, each minute, day and night? And what you gonna say? Everyone say, listen, look, think, speak. Do we have choice? How many people want to be fruitful? What you gonna nourish in your life? The word of God. Are you gonna nourish and water and fertilize the thorn and thistle? No, you don't do that. Amen. And you shall be. I read one more time. Like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. Don't listen to the negative thing against the Holy Spirit, against faith, against what the Word of God say. Be careful of what kind of sermon you listen to, and don't listen to the sermon that say, "Oh, it's okay for Christian to be sick." I don't listen to those kind of sermon. I don't listen to defeated sermon. I listen to the sermon of faith and victory, because I want to feed myself with victory and faith. Amen. How many people from now on will do that? Make a choice. You make a choice to feed yourself with the word of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for warning your church of the consequences. Of what we water and feed in our life, Lord, we thank you for your word that you have sown into our heart the ground. We want to be a good soil, and we want to nurture, nourish, fertilize, and water the seed of the incorruptible word of God. Lord, we want to look at only the things of God. Listen to only the things of God. Meditate on the Word of God. Help us, the Holy Spirit, every time we go off the way you want us to do, and to go. Remind us, pull us back. We thank you, Father, that you will send somebody to correct us, to prune us, to do weed pulling, to do purging. We thank you, Father, for the fire of the Holy Spirit in the church that comes and purges all the chunks out of our life, so that the weed will not grow here, the thorn and thistle will not grow, but only the Word of God shall grow to become a big tree. And Father, we all want to be the most fruitful person in this lifetime. We want to make our life count. Our time make a big difference. We want to go out to be the blessings, and we want to be impacting a lot of people around us in a godly way. Father, may Your Holy Spirit remind this truth that we talk about today, in the days and the years to come. Help them, Father, to discipline their eyes, their ears, their mouth, their thoughts, all the days of their life. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Are you blessed today? 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Are you blessed today? Turn to each other and say, "You will be fruitful, more fruitful, more fruitful." Thank you, Jesus. Amen. More fruitful. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To a m a l gathered in your name, I live.